Hello, ladies and bitches. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. David, as we experience a little bit of technical difficulty today as we're going through this, we are, in essence, re-recording last week's episode that crashed and we could not save. It didn't crash per se, but we had an issue where one of us needed to leave and then come back. And then that audio, for some reason, got completely jacked and there was no way to save it without spending like five hours editing it so i just said fuck it (laughs) yeah so people are wondering why we were not out last week that's the reason why um i thought i'd be able to like oh let me look at last week's notes and you know kind of think of some of the stories that were already there and as you and i have talked about before we leave just enough so it doesn't let the other person know but i can't figure out what any of my notes were (laughs) so i can't even really (laughs) use anything from last week either you know what's sad Is after last week, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take some notes for this week. I did the thing that I usually do. All right. And I'm going to, I'm going to hide my video right now because it says my connection is unstable. Okay. So that might be why we're having some issues. So I'm going to hide my video so you don't get to look at me. Sorry, Mike. Oh no, I I don't, I don't get to look at you. (laughs) I just hid your video. (laughs) Wow. This is so much better. I can't believe it. All right. Um, what was this? Oh, so I did the same thing. So I, I write my notes and I'm like, oh, I can't like give it away because I give it away. You try and like preempt me to like make yourself look smart. So I have to like put like code. And then I wrote some shit down and I'm like, I have no fucking idea what I was supposed to talk about. I don't, I have no idea what that word means. Yeah. The only thing that I know for sure we talked about last week was Kanye going crazy, but he yes. is since now not the only person to be doing that, so it's it's kind of old news now. As, as Kyrie <laughs> got suspended five games and a lot of other stuff, so I guess uh, I guess people are doubling down on the whole anti-Semitic thing, huh? Yeah, as I read somewhere, somebody wrote nice and simply: "We should not have to remind you not to be anti-Semitic." <laughs> <laughs> There's no better summary of it than that one sentence. Oh, so, people are just fucking stupid. Yes. And, and so, it, I mean, as we have this conversation, midterm elections are days away. Please yes. vote responsibly. Go out and vote, but vote responsibly. Yeah, and I am over the amount of junk text that I've been getting in relation to you the too? election. Holy shit. I get like yeah. 10 to 20 a day now. So here's the thing. If I'm, I'm not happy with the junk text as it is. I might have just said drunk text. <laughs> I'm not happy with <laughs> the, the junk, junk text. Text as it is, but uh-huh. for some reason, I'm getting ones for North Carolina, <laughs> Florida, oh. as well as my home state of Connecticut. Um, and my guess is because I've done stuff for my dad and my brother in the past. When my brother died, I changed his number to me. For my dad, who had a place in Florida, I used right. my number on a lot of things because I didn't want them calling him. That's the only reason why I can think I'm getting all these different states' information. But yeah, it's, it's a good 10 a day. And I've become angry that my wife is not getting them. I'm like, I've said to her more than once, why aren't you getting these fucking messages? And she's like, I can't believe you're mad at me that I'm not getting them. um, That's awesome. So speaking of the uh, crazy, stupid people that are out there, we'd like to welcome Panama, which is now country number 25 on our list. (laughs) 
Oh, so very good, nice. Welcome. welcome and goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome. You got four more episodes left to enjoy us. <laughs> yes. So, all right, Dave, let's talk about last weekend. You and I were actually together for a little bit in Vegas. We were, and uh, we actually had a pretty good time, although the casinos were not very friendly to us, but they never are. Yes. So you and I, have, as we've gotten a little bit older and, you know, we make okay money, we've talked about how the thrill of winning a couple hundred bucks isn't there anymore. Right. But the annoyance, agony, pain, pissed off of losing a couple hundred bucks is. Yes. And so, you know, a lot of the trip we were just kind of, some of it we were hanging around, we weren't even gambling. We were, um, you know, at a bar watching a game, things like that. So it's funny how things have changed a little bit. And I've always mm-hmm. said, if, if I'm on a hot streak, I will sit at the table the whole time. But of course, um, I was very far distance from the term hot streak while we were there. <laughs> so. We've talked about this before. Like blackjack no longer gives me any joy whatsoever. The only reason I play blackjack is because it's a social game. You and I can sit down at the same table and have a conversation. We can't do that at poker. Roulette's kind of hard because there's no sitting down. You're basically standing there the entire time. Um, and money goes pretty quick. Roulette, <laughs> Typically roulette, you're either hot and you're around for an hour or you're cold and you're done in five minutes. Yeah, I will say as you get a couple drinks in you, you become a very angry at me blackjack player where if I don't do something that you think I should have or I don't double a bet, you're like, good, you deserve to lose now. <laughs> was, did I do that? I don't oh, you were overly that. aggressive. I was like, damn, like that's like, I hope you fall in a well on the way home. That's what it felt like. <laughs> I don't remember but, that. Well, I'm shocked. I apologize. Yeah. Good, thank you. It was after a few drinks, though. So let's talk about the most amazing thing. Two things was rather interesting. It was Halloween weekend, so that plays into it. Mm -hmm. But the most amazing thing that I think you and I saw was when you and I were eating the first night at the restaurant, and we saw a YouTuber, right? I don't remember the guy's name. I don't know if you know it offhand. Oh, yeah. His name is Sam Newton. Yeah, Sam Newton. But the most amazing thing was, because David's like, that's a YouTuber. He's like, I can't no, remember I, his I, name, I think but I, went, I know who it is. I know that guy. I, know, I don't know where I know yeah. him, but I know that guy. And then it came to me like two seconds later. So you're like, oh, hold on. I'll show you. Let me bring it up. So he brings up the guy's YouTube homepage. And this is fucking phenomenal. He was wearing the exact same thing he was wearing at the yes. bar. <laughs> so, really? Yep, that's him. <laughs> I'm like, I, I cannot believe. I was like, unless he just took that photo and saved it as his profile photo, I cannot believe the guy is wearing the same thing. And so that led me to tell you about the story of the time I saw Daniel Steele in the airport. Who Danielle Steele. Danielle right? Steele, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's an author. She writes like those sexy romance slash crime thriller type things. And I don't she's not like Stephen King, in my opinion, where people know what Stephen King looks like. They've seen him on a million things. You know, they know, okay, that's Stephen King. To me, she was not somebody who you would identify by face. So she helped that for sure by walking around with one of her books with her photo facing outwards. So you could see it was Danielle Steele and what she actually looked like. So that's how this YouTuber felt. I don't know what to say about that. That's I mean, you got to really want people to notice you if, if you're going to do that. Yes. All right. How else was the Vegas trip? Did you uh, I, I, I didn't I was afraid to ask how you did gambling so i didn't because there was one point in time where we were playing blackjack and you just flat out got up and walked away from the table without saying a word so i'm like all right maybe he's not having a good day it it 
it depends how you look at it. I came home with some of my money that I went with, so I kind of feel like that's a win. But <laughs> I did not. I did not do well there. I've uh, I've paid for some of that remodeling that the Lynx Hotel was doing while we were there. It, it did look like shit. Oh, for for what it's yes. worth, the hotel looked like they uh, they had uh, basically open there was like the, the carpeting was all ripped up they had like duct tape <laughs> separating the concrete from the carpet it, it looked pretty bad and i mean sadly we went there because there was the uh magic the gathering for those of you that play uh, magic card game there was a conference there it was our 30th uh, anniversary conference so uh um my brother-in-law and i went and uh, and mike decided to join along and uh, so it was a big weekend. There was, I think there was like more than one conference there. So there was a lot of people in town for it. And uh, we just, I don't know, it was, it was hard to get a hotel. The one we got was way more expensive than it should have been. And Great. I was sorely disappointed in just the, the shape of the hotel when we got there. And because it was Halloween weekend, so you're right, there was a ton of conventions in town. Um, but also because it was Halloween weekend, I think yeah. there was a lot of people who were just in town to celebrate that. And one of the interesting things was like, all right, so there was like a pope walking down the street, right? That's pretty easy. It's a Halloween costume. I get it. But there was a lot of other costumes slash attire that we saw that I'm like, I I don't know if that's a Halloween costume or not, or if it's just some <laughs> fucking. If it that's was just what a Friday night in wear. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So it was rather interesting to to crowd watch, but I think you and I both thought it would be more of a of an uh, an extravaganza to say with what we thought we would see walking around. I was flat out expecting it to be a total shit show, and I was sorely disappointed. It, it honestly just felt like another Friday night in Vegas. Yeah, I agree. Other than the Pope. <laughs> the Pope, <laughs> the Pope was definitely definitely stood out as a Halloween. Costume. I did see someone. I don't know if you saw this. I think I saw this while I was waiting for you. I saw somebody in a Mister Incredible outfit that shouldn't have been wearing a Mister Incredible outfit. <laughs> you know, little, little little too much was showing, and uh, looked like he maybe you know didn't hasn't hit the gym in a few decades. Is it possible that the costume was so tight that the incredible part was showing down below? Uh, I, the costume was pretty tight. I'm pretty sure if I were to look close enough, you can see his pubes sticking out. Oof. Yeah, it was rough. All right, we got to change that subject right now. Yes, please. <laughs> Move on. Um, <laughs> a couple of terms I've heard recently, and I'm curious what you think of this. Somebody was arguing that when you go to the grocery store or the supermarket or... Uh, the corner store, however you want to call it. But groceries are what you buy when you buy things like toilet paper and shampoo and fruit and frozen goods. And they said everything else, like soda and things like that and milk, they consider you're going to the store for liquids. <laughs> I'm curious if you've ever heard it called that. I've never heard it called in, that before. In, in this life. country? In yeah. the United States, it was an American. That. Yes, she was really. Saying, she was no. saying, "No, I don't. I only need to go to the grocery store for real quick because I'm just buying the liquid stuff." And the person's yeah. like, "What? What are you talking about?" I have, you know, have I have never just heard like that. Milk and water. Although yeah. Denver's, you know, we talked about this before, but Denver's a little weird in that you can't buy liquor in a grocery store. Like in Phoenix, you can pretty much buy anything. Like you can buy alcohol, you can buy wine, you Probably can buy beer. Gun. Yeah, right. In um in Denver though, for some reason you have to go to a separate like 
store, like a, the liquor store or like a total wine in order to get alcoholic beverages, which is annoying as fuck. So that's the way it used to be in Connecticut years ago, maybe 20 years ago. And the stores became known as package stores because you were also not allowed to walk out. Like you couldn't walk out with a six pack of beer in your hand. It had mm. to be in a bag. Yeah. So be, they became that. known as package stores. And then slowly they started moving into supermarkets. And then for some random reason, Connecticut kept the can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Then they made it you can't buy alcohol before 12. And then eventually they just got rid of it because what was happening was, especially when you're around the border, the border alcohol places were just making a fortune because everybody was just driving 15 minutes into New York right, or into right. Rhode Island on the other side and just buying all their shit there. Yeah, that's awesome. So another term I've heard recently. At your house, you have your kids' bedrooms, you have maybe a guest bedroom, and you have your bedroom. What do you call your bedroom? The master bedroom. Yeah. They said that, and these are my interpretations of the words, that's too slave owner-ish. Slave owner-ish? No, it's not. They said it's now they're calling it primary bedrooms when you go on house visits. On a lot no, of people. It's a master bedroom. Call it a master bedroom. There's no slave connotation in that word, in that term. Don't try and make it. Don't insert slavery into shit that has nothing to do with fucking slavery. It's called a master bedroom, and in the master bedroom is the master bath. By the way, I just remodeled mine. Still call it the master bath. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, we still have a Columbus statue standing in New York, too. But <laughs> who knows how That's okay. I still, I still drive the General Lee on my way to work. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, Dukes of Hazzard reference for those of you. It did have a uh, Confederate flag painted on it. Yeah. Actually, I wonder now in reruns if that has been edited out of the car. Off reruns? The car. I, I'm pretty sure it's off the air. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I haven't. I, seen I don't it think either. there are any reruns. I'm pretty sure they literally took the show off the air because of that very specific fact. You know, what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if you can buy some episodes because, like, I love as we've talked about before. I love the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And they've been on about 15 years, and there's now like four episodes or so that you cannot buy anymore, period. (laughs) So like if you buy season three, and that episode was in season three, you do not get that episode, and they don't even try to cover it. It's like episode one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, And it's because they were... (laughs) Go ahead. So you can't buy racism, but you can can make anti-Semitic comments on, uh, on, on TV. Yeah, and the worst part is you can also find them on YouTube because <laughs> I typed in the name of the the what I quote unquote the lost episode and I found it on YouTube and that's where I watched oh, it. So yeah, it's just my it's son silly. was telling me the big social media thing now is using TikTok to stream things that you would normally have to pay for, like the uh, the Jake Paul Anderson Silva fight or like a football game that's out of your market. Like apparently. People have these TikTok, you know, streams where you can find them and watch on uh, on TikTok, and I guess the uh, the companies aren't smart enough to figure that out quick enough to get them taken down before the events are over, which is interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, you can still do that for free, but you also, you know, sometimes like there's still the sites where you can download torrents, and even when the governments of certain countries crack down on them and shut them down. Within like an hour, there's another site open, which is basically relatively the same name. And instead of like .com, it's like .to or .co or .nz, whatever. 
So they just keep moving it. So I'm sure if they end up cracking down on this with TikTok, um, they'll yeah, eventually, people will eventually get smarter, build a better. Yeah, for those that don't know, torrents are torrenting is a protocol by which instead of downloading an entire file from somebody, which would be illegal if it's an, if it's a file that you know shouldn't be free. Um, what they do is they break up that file into thousands of little pieces and they spread it across thousands of servers. Uh, actually, not even servers. Anyone that, that downloads torrents on themselves has the ability to also upload um, pieces of that torrent as well. So what it essentially does is it, it removes liability from the torrent company, the hosting company, because they're not hosting anything. And it also somewhat skates around the liability of the people hosting the torrents because I'm not allowing people to download a file that's illegal. I'm allowing people to download a fraction of a file. So yes. it, it's, it's been around for decades now. Uh, Napster was the first one. You, yeah. you, Eddie Kitty's listening to this. Go Google what Napster is. Um, <laughs> so David gave his more techie professional view of what a torrent is. My view is it's where you can get free shit. <laughs> so if you want to find something, read something, watch something, listen to something, you find a torrent site and that's where you can go and get free shit. I'm not encouraging it. I'm just saying that's what it's used for. Mike, we're going to get canceled if you say that. Yeah, I'm not suggesting I use it. I might. I might not. I'm not saying. But um, <laughs> Yeah, I, this whole, uh, I don't know, I, we've talked about it. The, this cancel culture thing is I'm over it. I think most people over it for a while I was in favor of like, Hey, that person shouldn't be able to say that stuff. And therefore no one should buy their products. But now it's at a point of where if you can get enough people to not like somebody, then you can get a movement to, to get somebody quote unquote canceled. And you know, look, I, I don't think Kanye is right in saying the shit that he said, but uh, you know what, if he wants to be a racist bigot, by all means, let him be a racist bigot. Right, and where <laughs> you know? he's feeling it is in his pocket now, right? That's yeah, how he's exactly. Feeling. He's paying for it. He, the dude can't buy a sponsorship right now. So, okay. it's I mean, job done. Like, the society took care of the problem. You know, they're never going to make him shut up because he's got a big mouth. But guess what? It now hurts him where, you know, he, he wants it to hurt the least. And that's his pocket. Yeah, one of the best lines, like I love the Dan Levitard show, one of the best lines he's ever said is, freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. Right. Right? You okay. can say whatever you want. It does not mean it's going to go well for you after you say certain <laughs> things, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's like these idiots you see sometimes on, like, people who post on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, place like that. Like, some people still wear, like, Hitler costumes for Halloween. Yeah. Right? It's like where's the joke here? Like, you're insane to, to be... First of all, you're crazy to do it. Second, you're crazy to fucking post it somewhere and have that out in the world that you're doing, especially with the way the world is right now. So Yeah. There go your job opportunities. There go your yeah. future, you know, uh, potential love interests, unless, of course, they feel the same. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Twitter, though, have you been keeping up with all the shit that Elon's doing to Twitter since the, the deal he was forced to buy the company? So, well, his mouth got him into a position where he was forced to buy. Right. So at the recording of this episode, I think he's owned it about a week, week and a half now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, the only thing that I've heard is he he's like, this company's losing 
$4 million a day, so it seems crazy to want to buy it, but he said it's losing $4 million a day, and he wants to start charging for different things on it. That's yeah. pretty much all I know about what he's doing on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, they lost on the books $221 million last year, um, so obviously that's significant, and I get it. And he paid, I don't remember, what, he paid billions for the company, right? He paid like so, $44 billion, I think. Yeah, that's insane. So for a company that's not making money, so he's going to make a profit, which by the way, anyone with any sense of economics and business sense would do the exact same thing. First thing you want to do is, all right, how do we make money? So in addition to Twitter Blue, right, which is their little, the little checkbox that all of the celebrities have because, you know, to, to denote that it's their account. Right, um, verified. Yeah, verified. So they're now calling that Twitter blue and charging eight bucks a month. And that hasn't gone into effect yet, I don't think, but it will pretty soon. It it did in the, the last update because I saw oh, a blurb it about it. And it said in this update in the app in my phone, in this update we introduced Twitter Blue is what it said. Interesting. Yeah. So so now you get a bunch of people that are like what's funny is the only people that have the checkbox are people that are millionaires. Like like you and I can't apply for like a checkbox saying, hey, this is me. I don't think. Now we can because of you know Twitter blue. But prior to that, you had to be somebody so that they can authenticate that you are who you say you are. Yeah, right? we so, did. They'd be like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. So all these celebrities are bitching about $8 a month. All right? So I think, I think that's fucking hysterical. over the $8, though. You know what, though? It's $8 a month. Really, I mean, you're really going to make a stand over $8 a month, all right, yeah. on, on a platform that you use every single day and, you know, has become an integral part of social media in general and just communication in general. Think about, think about Donald Trump. Would he have risen to the, the point that he did without Twitter? Granted, he's no longer able to use it, but yeah. I mean, Twitter well, was we'll a big... Well, we'll see in 2024 if that's the case, because he has been suspended from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, look, I don't... It, why should it be... F I have no problem with somebody saying, why should this be free? You want to use our software, our program, our app, you got to pay for it, right? Like Snapchat, my son uses that thing for fucking everything. Like even to ask his friends, mm -hmm. like... Mm -hmm. Hey, are we hanging out later and sharing photos and all the normal stuff and hopefully no dick pics, but all the normal oh, stuff that it, it was used for in the beginning, plus all the new stuff that has is, is gotten since then. So that's something where, look, if this Twitter thing works, I guarantee you there'll be a price for Facebook something, price book for Snapchat something, price for Instagram something, because if that works, everybody's going to do it. Yeah. In, in addition to that right the the eight dollars a month for twitter blue um he's it sounds like he's gonna lay off about 50 percent of the workforce i think he already did yeah well, i'm re this article is uh it's only a day or two old so it's not well, that i old, saw but. the first post on linkedin from somebody who said yeah i used to work for twitter i was part of the big layoffs that have happened you know after the changeover et cetera, et cetera. Uh huh. Interesting. All right. Well, it sounds like that's already in play, um, which, again, as, as someone who, who runs a big portion of a business, I get, okay, you're not making money. You go in, the first thing you do is you look for redundancy. Uh, he, he, he completely dismantled the board of directors on Twitter. So now he's the single director of the board of directors. 
because um, it's it's a privately held company. He can do whatever the hell he wants, right? Yeah, he got so rid of a bunch of the C-level people too. Yeah, so he gets to do basically whatever he wants. And he brought in like 50-some-odd employees from all of his other companies, from like Tesla, from the Boring Company. So he brought in a bunch of people that are technology nerds and uh, computer developers and software engineers. And uh, they're now, you know, contributing to to the business. So you know why this isn't crazy, right? Because two things. Something else that's going on right now is platforms that have normally offered a price for something mm-hmm. are now adding commercials in for a different price. So Netflix, yeah, like Netflix, yeah, Disney is doing that as well. So there's sure. people doing that. The other thing is with him trying to charge eight dollars for Twitter Blue, I actually think a very good analogy is the baggage claim, the baggage fees on airlines. First hundred years of plane rides that nobody ever charged it for your first two or three bags, and then they charged if you had an excess amount, but never for the first or second bag. And then somebody did it, and I don't know which, but somebody first started doing it 15 years ago, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, fuck, what? The, the world's over. You can't possibly do this. And then they're like, wait a minute, people are still booking with them. Yeah, and then the next one, the next one. Now everybody has it. Yeah. So I just think that he is a trailblazer in this sense of – he, one, has the money where he doesn't give a fuck if it works or not. But if it does work or, oh, we'll lose 100 million people, but we've actually increased revenue by X amount, everybody's going to start doing it. Yeah. I think there's just, I think it's, it's the whole like analogy. Like once you take something away from someone that they've been getting for free for a long time, the initial reaction is to, you know, completely just lose their minds. But when, if you actually were to think about it like a business owner, I think some of the changes he's doing are probably warranted. I mean, this is a free service that people have been using for decades. It's, uh, you know, it's time you you put some some money back into the platform. They've been spending millions and millions and millions of dollars, probably in the billions, to get this platform and keep it around and people have it's become an integral part of people's daily lives and now all of a sudden you know he's going to start trying to make it a sustainable business and you're going to bitch about it fine go some go to truth social go somewhere else <laughs> uh there we go uh, uh, trump slash q and on the quick intro had nothing there. to do with q and on had nothing right. to do with q and on we'll get there we'll get there. <laughs> we people, won't keep listening we'll get there so i want to talk about another super rich person that's having problems and i want to give you some my views on it so tom brady is now divorced him and giselle yes. couldn't make it work for one reason or another mm. and i know actually you and i hit a little bit on this when we were in person together the thing that i don't understand is if you're a average joe as the term goes and you're working a nine to five job maybe two jobs money's tight you maybe make 30 40 50 thousand dollars a year and you're really deciding between things like warm food on the table or warm coats for the winter right like there's decisions that have to be made you have these two multi multi millionaires granted they have a couple kids but you could actually they could afford like seven nannies for each kid if they wanted right and they can't seem to make it work because they both want to still have their professional careers. So I just think that's it's a f- so fucking amazing that that's the reason why it doesn't work is because I want him around more and I, we should do more family things, which is a, a thing that every family fights with who also doesn't have a pillow of hundreds to sleep on. <laughs> no, I, I, 
I think you're oversimplifying it just a tad. Uh, look at each of their jobs, right? Uh, she's a she's a model, right? And and gets paid and has to travel, right? Yeah. Probably spends most of her time in Europe because that's where all the model things are, right? And obviously, I'm overgeneralizing. Um, he spends what six, seven months out of the year traveling to different cities to play, you know, football games. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's it. I, I think that, I, I mean, I'm not a marriage counselor. I, well, I'm, I've never been in the room <laughs> with them, but I honestly think it's, it's a little bit more, more deeper than just not being able to make it work with millions and millions of dollars. So do you think it goes back to the old analogy? And I know this is one sided, but this is the analogy. No matter how hot she is, someone's tired of putting up with her shit. One hundred percent, or or his shit. <laughs> he's so. We think of this guy. We we put this guy up on a pedestal, right? Because he's the he's the apex of athleticism, right? He's the most successful sports person on the planet right now, and will arguably go down as one of the greatest, you know, athletes of all time. All right. Now that's just, you know, that's, that's my, my take on it. I think that's going to happen. He's just done some things that no one has ever even gotten close to. Agreed. Um, so I've heard in the last year or two that being on his team absolutely fucking sucks because the expectations that he has, uh, he might be a little bit of an elitist. He never does anything wrong. It's always everybody else's problem already everybody else's fault. So I can't imagine that you can turn that off when you go home at 5 p.m. Yeah, and I also think that, you know, the the aging superstar, and uh, I do think we've talked about this before, but it might have been in the episode we lost. Um, <laughs> an aging superstar is the hardest person to coach and one of the hardest teammates to have because they're yeah. like, I can do this. Why can't you? And it's like, because right. not everybody can fucking do that, right? Well, so. and there's that old adage too, uh, people that can do, mm -hmm. people that can't teach, Yeah. right? So, uh, so you're a coach. Uh, I'm actually doing this shit. What, what do you have that you can tell me to do better? Tell me, huh? Yeah. And see, that was the thing with him on New England is, granted, everybody, there's a lot of arguments that he made Belichick or Belichick made him. But either way, they were both in the same position where it was like, well, I have all these Super Bowl wins. And it's like, well, I also have all these Super Bowl wins. So now he's playing the last couple of years with people who are not in that position. Right. So it's definitely a, a yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Leave me alone. So yeah. the, the total other side of this is um, you have someone like Michael J. Fox, who has been dealing with Parkinson for 20 years, and him and his yeah. wife have seemed to make it work no matter what. And then... Look, I, I know it's we're never going to know the real reasons. We're never going to know everything. Like, look, it could come out that he was banging a cheerleader in every city he went to. Who knows? Um, good for him. But who knows? Um, so <laughs> Again, he's just, the GOAT. It's, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's such two opposites. The other thing is, which I think would think is amazing, is if Tom started dating Giselle's twin sister. That's what I think he needs to do now. That needs to be his next, uh, his next goal. <laughs> Okay, if you like, say I'll so. I'll show you. It's like, it's definitely your personality because your looks, I'm fine with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got? I went skiing yesterday. So my son flew, flew out to hang out with us for the weekend. And one of the, we got enough snow in the past week that one of the mountains opened up a few trails. So, uh, so we went 
and and uh we bought those passes that give us access to like you know like 10 different mountains in the area um which is awesome i know you're not a skier or a snowboarder but to be able to like we have our own ski equipment so to be able to just walk on the mountain and just go straight up and ski you don't have to go like rent your equipment you don't have to go like wait in line to buy a ticket it is fucking awesome I mean, it's just, you literally just park the car and then walk up the, to the ski lift, put your shit on and go. And I've never really had that experience before until now. And man, I can't tell you how fucking cool it was. The mountain is one of the first mountains in the area to open. So of course it was just fucking jam packed and they only had five trails open. And granted one of the trails from top to bottom, if, if you just like, I just, skied the whole thing straight through it took 10 minutes to get down which is a long fucking trail right but if you like ski a little bit and then stop and wait for everybody and then ski a little bit and stop and wait for everybody it's like 40 minutes from top to bottom yeah, yeah so i mean we only did two runs and we got there at like i think we got there at like 9 or nine thirty, and then we left at like one or two and we were done and, and this was the first time of the year, like going out. So everybody's legs are a little bit wobbly and the muscles that you really don't use all year long that you specifically need for skiing and snowboarding weren't quite there yet, weren't quite developed. So we, uh, we, we made a couple of runs and then we just went home, which was just fucking phenomenal, man. So it was, the, it's so cool to be close enough to a mountain to do that. Like obviously in Phoenix, people don't know this too. In Arizona, there is two very good ski resorts in northern Arizona and eastern Arizona that people think of Arizona, they think of desert, but there's actually some really good skiing in Arizona, believe it or not. Um, but the, the, the joke about Arizona is you could literally be in shorts in your pool at, you know, 8 a.m. and then be, you know, drive two, three hours and then be on the slopes in like, you know, 50, 40 degree weather, you know, kind of skiing and snowboarding and then come back and then finish the day off in your hot tub outside in your backyard. So a couple things. Um, you make fun of me for talking about four bathrooms in my house. You're like, you're spending the day in your hot tub in the morning and then you're <laughs> at night, which ironically, I don't think any of your houses have ever had a hot tub. Am I correct? No, my, actually my last one did, All yeah. right. <laughs> but I hate um, pools and I hate taking care of them. So fuck that shit. So the trip down 10 minutes, how long did it take? So let's say, oh, it took longer nine, to get to the top for sure. That's what, that's what I mean. So let's say nine o'clock, you start on the top, you come down, right? 10 minutes straight down. You're like, let's get right back online. So now it's about nine fifteen. You step online. What time are you getting? Were you getting back to? The well, park? by the way, this is the problem with skiing in general. This is not anyone who's ever gone skiing or snowboarding. This is this is the issue with the sport. Is that you could wait in line for thirty minutes to get into a gondola to go to the top of the mountain, which would take you twenty minutes. So now fifty minutes to get to the top of the mountain, and then ten minutes to get down. That's that's the problem with skiing in general. Is that it takes so long to get up and it's so easy and so fast to go down, especially if you like to go fast. Some people like to take their time and just, you know, kind of enjoy it. Um, I tend to, you know, if, if I get the opportunity when I can, I like to test the limits of, of my, uh, my ability to, to stay in control while, while skiing down the mountain and not killing myself. I think I finally understood why my wife says having sex with me is like skiing. Long build up, <laughs> fast ride down. So let me let me say something about that joke. As you were talking, I came up with that joke and I was like, I'm gonna say about David's wife. And I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. I might be funny if I say about mine. <laughs> so I decided I didn't know which one of us I wanted to take out, but I decided I thought it'd be funnier if I did mine. Thanks for not taking me out. 
Um, so hold on, hold on. Before you go on to that, I just watched a documentary on Netflix, and I think it's called Orgasm Inc. Okay, or something to that effect. I (laughs) I'm going to ask my normal question when it comes to um, a Netflix documentary that you watch, but I think this one has a a underlying second meaning to it. Um, Does it get? Does it finish? (laughs) <laughs> does, does it end does it have a conclusion all that or is it left that oh well we don't know and that's what happens like how does uh, that kind of I, I don't want to ruin it kind of and and maybe so you know I, again it, it just came out and i think it's been on netflix for like a week so i can't really i don't want to go into it and ruin it it's worth it it's, it's actually it's, it's documentary about a company who um got their starts and this chick actually did a TED talk of all places, right? So I mean, when you think of people that do TED talks, you think of people that are legitimate, like they've been reviewed by their peers and you know, you don't you don't just show up and be like, hey, I'm gonna do a TED talk. Like people right. have to like want you to do it. Um, she started this company that was really all around like women's like freedom and ability to like express themselves and they, they what do they call it at om is was it, like an, it so is it is it that i was gonna say is it that company omg yes i think it's called no 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 this the company was called one taste and okay. the name actually comes from like buddhism um sayings but um it was literally like the whole thing was about like women achieving orgasm and using orgasm as a, as a form of meditation i think they called it orgasmic meditation or om and they were they were they were referring to it as om you know which is a common like yoga thing but um but yeah and it's this whole documentary about this company and their rise to fame and this this chick that started it uh it, it's like every other cult i've ever seen a documentary about oh, they all die together is that it the, all, in this one maybe they all come together <laughs> They, 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 it's power corrupts, man. It doesn't matter who it is, male, female, doesn't matter your color, race, whatever. Power corrupts. When people get into a position of the way where they have so much power that they can do whatever they want, they typically do. Okay. And, and that's the story in that documentary. So I highly recommend it. If for nothing else, just the pure comedic value of, hearing people talk about how like you know all the different types of orgasms you can achieve <laughs> so now are you and i don't even mean this dirty dirty are you watching it with your wife yeah of course because like sometimes on netflix there's been these really interesting like history of sex type things mm-hmm. and i'm like oh i'm gonna watch this and i watch it by myself i'm just like i'm just curious about it but then i'm like I just feel so fucking dirty. Like if my wife were to come down and see me watching it, that I would feel like as if I was defending a porn. Like well, that's why you watch it with her. Down, if she comes down and there's a porn on, I could be like, yeah, it's porn. <laughs> like it is what it is. But whenever I watch those kind of specials, it always feels very weird because that, that is how I feel. But the problem is my wife and I barely watch anything together anymore because we're on such different schedules. Right. So the reason why I asked you about that OMG yes if it was that, because Hermione, whatever her name is from Harry Potter, what the hell's her name? Hermione, uh, Emma, uh, Emma, Watson, Emma Watson, right? Yeah. She, for a long time, like, you know, everybody knows her as this little girl from those. And then she started advertising for this company, OMG Yes, I think is their name, where she was like, yeah, it's helped me take back how to pleasure myself and like how to know what my body's looking for and things like that. But it was, 
weird because the person who was trying to sell it, right? Not what it yeah, was. Yeah, you think of her as this like super yeah. innocent, like, yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people that, that are become famous struggle with that. Like I know Britney Spears struggled with that. She was on like fucking, I don't know, wasn't like the Disney Channel or something, yes. you know, yes, innocent like that. Yeah, and then and then they get famous, and all of a sudden she comes out with these super hyper sexualized like videos, and people are really struggling with it. And then you know, come to find out now she's just fucking batshit crazy. If you pay yeah. if you pay any attention to her Instagram feed, oh my god, it's a fucking treasure it's just, trove. It's just all nude shots with little stars over her titties. But she's I've heard. she's doing it, and then and then while she's doing it, she's trying to say that you know that her dad was crazy for keeping her in this, you know, conservatorship mm-hmm. when really all she's really doing is confirming the fact that, yeah, her dad was right. Yeah, he's, yeah. he definitely needed to keep a leash on her. <laughs> that The judge who gave her freedom was probably like, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> uh, it, it's fucking crazy. Right. So a couple, uh, a couple other things that I wanted to talk about. So, again, and I, I hope it wasn't on the episode that was lost, but we talked about, like, the scandals in the fishing world and the chess world and things like that have happened. I think it was that was two episodes ago, maybe. Okay, good. So, so hopefully people can go back and listen to that. There's a new one. They're calling it Bag Gate. Oh, okay. And what it is is for the national or international cornhole tournaments, the, the two people playing for the championship, one accused the other of cheating, so... They have to take. They have to be like, okay, yeah, you know, you said they were cheating, so now we got to take next steps. They took their bags, they measured and weighed them, and they were like, oh yeah, you you violated the weight and the size of them. And then they're like, why we're here? Why don't we do yours as well? Both of them had illegal bags. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so both. <laughs> I didn't of, even so, know fucking that was a thing. I didn't even know cornhole either. was a thing. Well, the only reason I know it's anything is because. Uh, Big Daddy had some charity event that he was going to, and whoever was supposed to be his partner backed out. And he was like, would you be my partner for it? And I'm like, I, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever fucking thrown a beanbag in my life. I'm like, I'll come. <laughs> I don't care. I'll come and have fun and chill out. But what the tournament did was they separated the people in the room to, like, people who are in leagues and people who just wanted to drink. And so the, <laughs> the brackets, they separated because they knew there were some people who, like, they brought their own fucking corn bags and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so just to, to close out on, on Baggate, they said what ended up happening was because they feel that both of them broke the rules inadvertently, and since they were both breaking the rules, they just let them play out the tournament with their bags because <laughs> they were the last two anyway. They're like, well, fuck it. It's too late now. Yeah. So They would have to undo the whole tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah, and speaking then, of Tom Tom Brady and cheating, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, bad gate. It's like in, in yeah. Deflate Gate, or whatever that was. Um, and then uh, another thing that I saw this week was the NASCAR race. So, if you heard about this, about the move the guy pulled in the NASCAR race? No, I have not. All right. So, there's a racer. Don't know his name. Doesn't matter. He had learned. So, a professional NASCAR racer, not some guy who was like up for the weekend professional racer who's done many races he was losing in this race and he remembered a move that's allowed on a video game oh, and shit. and I'm, i'll get to it and he's like i think this would work so he tells the people over his headset i'm gonna fucking run into the wall and keep my pedal down on the, in the turn so they're like what and he's like i've seen this in <laughs> 
I've seen this in a game. It'll work. <laughs> so the the track was a little bit more of a squish track. So the, the corners were exceptionally sharp. And so everybody had to slow down in the corners a lot. What he did so he's was going to fire through the corners by hugging the outside. Before he got to the corner, slams into the wall and goes through the turn like a fucking rocket ship to qualify for the championship series, which is like four drivers for like three races or something. It Does made it him qualify. Not only did it work, the announcers have to keep saying, this is not being sped up. This is real time, the way he's going around the track. Oh, because shit. I'll send you a link when we're done. It is oh, my. fucking crazy. And the fact that he's like, I learned it in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he did it. It's phenomenal, though. Interesting. Phenomenal. Interesting. Yeah. So now I have so many questions. <laughs> Does that change the game? I mean, do if it's legal, and I guess it is, right? Because yep. you said he qualified. Does that does that now become the de facto move for these races? You know what I think this is like. They talk about pole vaulting. That people used to always pole vault forward when they tried to go over, and then one guy I don't know his name. One guy when he went up to pole vault, he went backwards. And he beat the old record by like two feet. And then, like you're saying, everybody was like, oh, that's a fucking game changer. That's the yeah. new way we're doing it. I think it's very possible that until a major accident happens, you might start seeing this in other races. But it, clearly he insane. fucked up the right side of his car, right? Yeah, that doesn't matter. It's not his so, car. So it's, but yeah, I get that. But it's not something you can do the entire race. No, it's the, it's the Donald Duck... I'm going to swallow these explosives one time move that he did in Bugs Bunny, which is a phenomenal episode for all you kids who don't know about Bugs Bunny and stuff. Right, you're, you're thinking Daffy Duck, but... Right. Sorry, Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. I don't want Disney to call us and complain. Yeah. Um, you, uh, it's one of those, I, I, did, I can do it once. Like It's your last move at the end of the race if you're close enough. So do you got anything else before I just want to talk about... Uh, I have nothing. All right. So yesterday... Um, my friend, the artist who we've talked about before, was in town. He was at another friend's house, and they reached out to me with, like, five-minute warning. They were like, hey, we're over here. Why don't you come over? And I'm like, I, I got fucking family plans. I'm like, I'm at a dentist right now. <laughs> like, I got family plans later. So they're like, well, come over. Just You haven't seen you in a long time. Why don't you come over? So I was like, yeah, I'm not, not going to be able to make it. So I get out of the dentist, pick up pizza, which was for dinner that I had to bring somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go over for a couple minutes. <laughs> so I go over. And um, the the interesting thing is, like, with the artist, I have not seen him now in 19 years. Oh, wow. And I've known him basically almost as long as I've known you. And it was amazing how quickly, even just we only spent a few minutes because people are like, hey, we got pizza inside. Do you want pizza? I'm like, I got pizza in my car because <laughs> I actually have to go to, a, like, a birthday party that I'm bringing the pizza to. <laughs> That's so I'm sick. like, no, I don't want any of that pizza. Um, but it was, it, was, it was great to see how so much time has passed, and immediately it was like no time had passed. And, you know, we were picking – Big Daddy happened to be there, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the pod, but for people who know him, know him. He has stark white hair, same age as me, stark white hair all the way through, or gray hair, gray goatee. So we started picking on him, and we started asking him just out of nowhere. I'm like – are your nuts the same color? <laughs> like, oh, is Jesus. that the way your nuts look too? And we started calling him Gandalf nuts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it was just, 
it was just great to reconnect with someone I haven't seen in a long time. And hopefully now we'll connect a little bit more. Um, and, you know, his mom still lives in Urshel, where we're from. So he goes down there once in a while. So hopefully I'll see him more in the near future. But it was just great to reconnect. Oh, that's that's how you know you have good friends when you can spend lots of time apart and then get together. And it's like it never happened. It's like you yeah. never left. So with that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm Michael's great friend, David Michael. And we are <laughs> really <laughs> <good> <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs>